At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a Thursday night. We got the NBA Finals going on. We got the Western Conference Finals as well. We're in a mix of locations, but there's Sean King over there at the beautiful Circa Sports Studios. I'm homeside tonight, uh, but interesting first half, a hell of a first quarter uh, for one Steph Curry. Not to say that you can already lock up NBA uh, finals MVP, Sean, but uh, not a bad start if you hold a Steph Curry ticket uh, to bring home NBA Finals MVP as he scored 23 points in the first quarter, the most points scored in an NBA Finals quarter since a gentleman by the name of Jordan, comma, Michael in 1993. Yeah, and yet, and yet the game sits tied, so the others have to play slightly better. Speaking to you, Andrew Wiggins, uh, the Warriors were hitting about 50% of their threes, but in the second period, uh, Wiggins has had a couple wide-open looks, and it's rimmed out. Klay Thompson just missed a three as well. So some of these other guys are going to have to start knocking down some of these shots, which is the reason that I thought Golden State had an advantage pre-flop coming into this series. So we'll see how it pans out. Uh, Boston's playing pretty well on offense themselves, moving the ball around, doing some good things. Uh, Marcus Smart, your dark horse for MVP is having a pretty good offensive game as well. So that should bode well for your ticket if some kind of way Boston can win this series. Uh, well, there's plenty of people. I mean, you're in good company. It's always good when every panelist for ESPN picks Golden State. You know, that's always a good <laughs> good side to be on there, Sean. You must have felt great. Like, uh, oh, great, Michael Wilbon and Mike Greenberg, everybody's on my side. You must have felt it was like a that's like a snuggie that put you put on. Yeah, I didn't really love that part of it, but I mean, hey, I had already made my decision, so I wasn't gonna allow the wind to blow me in a different direction. But I wish that a couple panelists would have picked Boston. I don't. Very rarely is everybody right, you know. It's generally a contrarian well, we type of uh, life that we should live. Yeah, we will see. Uh, by the way, uh, shout out to our uh, to our crew behind the scenes. So uh, I'm homeside tonight, and I've got a TV to my right, but I actually have the live feed from your studio piped into my computer. So right under where I see Sean, a little inside 
uh, baseball. I've got the game going on, so it's it's kind of nice to uh, to have that going on. So shout out to our crew for for setting that up. But you know, one thing and that, this by the way, that a, was all me. They yeah, asked me. They you. asked me yeah. to relocate. I could have said no. Yeah, I, I took my cars out of my garage, put them in the street, you know, so you could be more comfortable at home. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, you're a team player. You're a yeah. team player. Just like I told you that Sandy Alcantara would shove today, but you know, sometimes it's just it's hard to get through to that 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 thick brain of yours. Yeah, but I'll say this though: I actually sent you a text. I know you before did. the game started. I didn't realize that the Giants had you know three of their guys that weren't playing today, so uh, I stayed away from that wager. Glad I yeah. did. The, the people, the people last night thought you were you were hot and heavy on the old uh, San Francisco Gigantes. I was. Uh, but, uh, a nice uh, a nice win for the Marlins. But yeah, you know, let's get back to the NBA Finals. We'll get to by the way, end of two periods uh, in uh, in Edmonton, and just like everybody expected, Sean scoreless after one uh, between the Oilers uh, and Avalanche tonight. But the Avalanche. Uh, peppering uh, with three goals on your guy, Mike Smith, there in a span of two minutes and four seconds in that second period. Uh, so Yeah, uh, I wouldn't go to peacocking yet, though, if I had that under. I mean, these teams no. are capable of putting up four-plus in the third here. So I feel okay, but I wouldn't be heading to the window yet to cash a ticket. But Yeah, I mean, it felt like, it, you know, that might be an easy, easy win there. And then – three goals in a span of two minutes. So if this uh, does hold up, Dave Tooley from Tooley's takes, he liked the under in game two. Thought there was value on under seven. Dave's the guy that loves to, uh, to grab the, uh, to grab the plus money, to grab the, uh, the grab the dog. Dave's a big dog guy. So not surprised that he would roll uh, with the under in that spot. And it's, it's kind of funny uh, when you think back to game one of the Oilers ab series, when the over Sean was juiced minus 125 or so. Uh, excuse me, the under, I beg your pardon. And now at seven, you were getting plus money. I actually touched seven and a half a little bit. I think it closed pretty uh, uh, pretty consensus at seven. So, but you know, I'm with you. No peacocking yet. If you played the under, it certainly feels like the right side. But as we've seen with these two teams, uh, anything can happen. So three to nothing after two periods there as the uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, with that lead. And Kemper did not play tonight, and it doesn't seem to really be uh, affecting the uh, Avalanche all that much. Affecting? It seems like it's improving. I mean, he's pitched a shutout up to this point against Connor McJesus and crew, so this might be a permanent, you know, move. Uh, Something Colorado definitely has to think about moving forward. I mean, he's playing pretty good tonight. I'm drawing a blank on the goalie's name. Um, I had it written down too. Um, well, while we while we get that, we'll get uh, we'll get research on that. Uh, fifty six to fifty four, closing seconds uh, of the first half, and yeah, I you know we'll we'll get to it as as soon as this uh, first half comes to a close. But you know, Sean, this is I, I would say this is impressive. And it's Frank by the to withstand uh, the flurry of of Steph Curry's brilliance there in the first half. Uh, to to be leading by two here. Uh, but, you know, the, what I will say is the Celtics are hitting from three quite well, mm-hmm. uh, too. So both teams are executing at a pretty high level uh, as uh, as we get close and close here yeah, to I mean, the Marcus end. Marcus Smart is acting like a guy half. that actually has a, a, a jump shot. So we'll see if that's repeatable in the second half of the game. Yeah, he, you know, he's I always joke about it, Sean. He's the guy that 
I don't know if I necessarily want him to get hot early on because then he's the type of guy that's like, oh, I'm firing the rest of the game. Yeah, you don't have to tell him to shoot it. No. God, leave Jordan uh, So Poole. we have reached the end of the first half, and the uh, Boston Celtics head into the locker room, Sean, with a 56-54 to 54 lead. We'll get second-half lines here in just a little bit, but if you're wondering what the first-half line was, it was Golden State minus one and a half. So uh, if you played the Celtics, uh, you can cash that ticket. The over was 104 and a half, and uh, that sails uh, decently comfortably over, I would say, at 110. Uh, so we'll get a second laugh line here uh, in just a little bit. So on the other side of our break here in just a moment, we will, uh, you know, we will certainly break things down. But uh, early impressions, Sean, first 24 minutes of the NBA Finals, Celtics leading by two heading into the locker room. I do think that one of Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Otto Porter made some shots. One of those two guys is going to have to become a dribble drive, finish at the rim guy for Golden State to win this series. I just feel like that's where their advantages are, is, is in those, when those two guys and their ability to put the ball on the floor and get to the rim, they're going to have to do that be consistent with it and finish and go instead will be fine. If they don't and those two guys settle for just shooting threes, then you're going to see a, a series that kind of goes up and down, you know, based on, you know, are they knocking down three-pointers? So they can make it easy for themselves, Tim, or they can make it hard, you know. So, so far it seems to be they want to take the hard route. And uh, I don't know if that's smart against this Boston team. The one thing you can say about them is, you know, they're mentally tough. They've been in some tough situations. Uh, and specifically in the second and third round uh, of these playoffs, and they've proven, you know, to have what it takes to to find a way to get the win. So this would be a devastating loss, by the way, for Golden State if they some kind of way lose this game. Oh, it would be wonderful uh, for some of us. Devastating uh, is a much better word. Uh, no, I, I think fantastic and spectacular. Those are words I would rather, uh, rather say here. Uh, but a lot of basketball still to be played. 56 to 54 at the half. Uh, so the first half total going over, as mentioned, Boston taking a two point lead into the break. Uh, DraftKings right now looks like their second half line, uh, as you see it on your screen, is Golden State minus three and a half and a total of 109 and a half. So it looks like the market is uh, adjusted a little bit. Uh, as you mentioned, pre flop was three and a half. And now you're looking at full game around a half. But the market is saying that Golden State will come back and win this game uh, down 56 to 54 at the half. So once again, your second half number, uh, you're looking at 109 and a half for a total. And uh, that is, uh, what, five and a half points from where we closed at 214, Sean. And a line of Golden State minus three and a half for the second half full game. That graphic we just showed uh, our viewers at minus one and a half. So what would you do here? I know you were on the Warriors. Uh, you're on the Warriors for the series. We have a little cigar bet on this game at plus four. Yeah, uh, what yeah. would you do? Do you do you have confidence from what you saw in that first half that the Warriors will come back and ultimately take game one at home? Oh, complete, absolute confidence. I think that's free money, Golden State minus one and a half. I mean, because basically, if that's, that's a number, then they're down two. They mm -hmm. win the game, you win that bet. You know, so do they cover the pre-flop number that we have minus four? I think they cover that number as well. I see Golden State winning by eight or more. 
I do think they pull away in the second half. I mean, we'll see. But uh, I'm not changing my opinion. Nothing happened in the first half that would make me change my opinion. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The series. I'll be honest. I, I was uh, very uh, unimpressed and critical of of the defense that the Celtics were putting out on Steph Curry. I mean, so many opportunities on screens. They were going under them, miscommunications. Uh, Emi Odoka at, after the first quarter talking to Lisa Salter said, you know, we got to communicate. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest reason for the breakdown and the electric first quarter uh, for Steph Curry where he had 21. Now, Steph Curry had no points in the second quarter. Second quarter, he started on the bench like he normally does to get his rest. But he's also sitting with three fouls. So uh, one quarter in the books. We'll get you updated on where you stand on any player props that you went in on. Chris Miles will join us bottom of the hour. Celtics up by two. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Halftime out in the Bay Area, a two-point lead for the Boston Celtics over the Golden State Warriors. So the Celtics, a one-and-a-half-point first-half dog cover that. Uh, the first-half total going over as well as that was 104-and-a-half. That's Sean King over there at the Circus Sportsbook. I am homeside tonight. Uh, we do have third-period action, Puckstradamus, in the Western Conference Finals as the Colorado Avalanche Looking to take a 2-0 series lead in the Western Conference Finals, leading 3 to nothing over those Edmonton Oilers. And if you're watching with us, uh, how about that in-game total of only 5.5? Unbelievable to think about uh, when you had Game 1 go to 14 goals. No goals in the first period, three goals in the second period. And uh, I will give a, a, a shout-out here. Uh, just a moment ago, Pavel Frankus deserves Ooh, a There he out. is. Yeah, that's yeah. our. That's your guy. That's the goalie. Yeah, that's the goalie. Summoning for Darcy Cooper. He might have changed the whole outlook of the series. I mean, he's pitching a shutout right now. Just think about that. Think about that accomplishment. Edmonton, with the way they're playing on offense with Connor McDavid, you know, Vander Kane, you know, Leon Drysital, you know, Hyman. Like they don't have zero right now. So I mean, he's been tremendous. Yeah, and uh, shout out to uh, Jonathan Davis on Twitter at West Coast HKY. Uh, he said he was rolling with the over two goals in the second period, and I think that hit in six minutes 
Uh, so great call there. Uh, as he uh, tweeted both of us, me and you, Sean. So, uh, and I know he's a, a frequent guest on uh, on Stormy's program. So good call by him. Uh, but three to nothing, early third period uh, right now with the Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. So the Avalanche with that three nothing lead. Uh, Miko Ratanen, uh, he found the back of the net uh, uh, as the final of the uh, the trio there, the triumvirate uh, that scored in that third. Or excuse me, that second period. All right, let's get back That's to such uh, what a hockey we... name, Miko Rakanen. It isn't it. <laughs> uh, uh. Let's get back to what we saw in the first half, Sean, and I'll just kind of go through the box score: uh, 56-54, Celtics with a lead over the Warriors. Uh, Warriors led by four after the first quarter, but the Celtics kind of just holding on for dear life. Both teams shot pretty well from three, Sean, uh, in that first half. Uh, 11 of 24 for the Golden State Warriors, six of those coming from Steph Curry, and uh, 9 of 21 for Boston. So it wasn't like Boston or uh, Golden State were were nuclear. Both shot well, uh, 42.9% for the Celtics, 45.8% for the Warriors. I think you know relatively sustainable for both. Uh, I thought great ball movement by the Celtics. I mean, I'll tell you this, though. That first quarter, uh, it was really impressive to see uh, it, it felt a little bit like some of those 2015-16 type of Warriors, Sean. The, the way they move the ball around the perimeter. I mean, the Celtics are a damn good defensive team, and they made them uh, look a little bit pedestrian in that first quarter. And as I mentioned, there were a couple communication breakdowns that led to big threes from Steph Curry. So uh, I'll be honest, if you're a Celtics fan or a Celtics backer, um, you know I, I'm, a, I'm a little happy and relieved that the Celtics are winning this game because it felt like Steph Curry, the way he was shooting in that first quarter, that they could get buried. Yeah, that's surprising. <clears throat> and, you know, when you look at the box score, you just – the only thing that kind of jumps out is Wiggins and um, and Draymond Green 0 for, 0 for 5 from 3. And uh, I think you saw some adjustments made by Boston in the second period, you know, on, on how they were going to defend Steph, and it left some open shots for – for Wiggins and Draymond, they have to knock those shots down. You know, but Otto Porter's 3 of 3, off the bench from 3. Even Iguodala got 5 minutes. Uh, not much production from Jordan Poole, which I think is uh, slightly alarming. Uh, also, mm-hmm. no Gary Payton, the second tonight, did not play. So, what did I learn from the first half of that game? Not much, to be honest. I, I still feel like I felt pre-flop, which is that Golden State's the better team. Uh, I'm going to lay the one and a half with them in the second half. I think they win this game outright, and I still think they cover the pre-flop number. Yeah, it's funny how you and I, I mean, watch this game differently. Um, you know, I like the Celtics before the series. Now, there's still plenty of uh, you know, basketball to be played this series. I'm not crowning anybody a champ after a half of basketball in a best of seven. Um, I, I do feel like what I said prior to this series, I felt like this series would go seven. Uh, I think this will be a great chess match. Uh, every single time these times hit these teams hit the floor, um, you know, both the Celtics are tremendous on the road, and the the Warriors have been great at home, nine and zero straight up, seven and two ATS. Uh, on the other side, you look at uh, the Celtics. I believe they're seven and two ATS uh, so far this postseason on the road. So a two point lead for the Celtics. You know, one thing too to take away from this is Jason Tatum. Really didn't play all that well. He missed a couple free throws early on. It's, uh, it's, he, it's funny, Tim, because none of the Celtics are on pace to hit their their player props. 
mm-hmm. yet they're winning. You know, which all of the Warriors are almost right on it. Like, they're almost, if the number's 27, I mean, of course, Curry has 21, but, like, Draymond's number's, like, 18. He has, like, eight. You know, Clay's the same. You know, so they're all right there, and then you look at the Celtics, they're not. It's almost like I want to re redo the mathematics. Are they sure that Boston that Boston's ahead in this game, that they uh, add everything up properly? <laughs> like, it seems like one of those games. And I want to go back to what I said about Jason Tatum. We saw this accentuated in game seven against Miami where he, he seemed to be okay finding uh, the open man. And that's what you're seeing here in this half offensively, at least shooting wise, Jason Tatum really didn't shoot all that well, right? Two of nine from the field, one of two from three missed a couple free throws as an 85% free throw shooter. However, Sean, he has seven assists and I thought his facilitating, and you even mentioned this, you know, after the fact, after they beat the Heat, his facilitating, his passing is really, really impressive. And when he feels that, you know, that that defense coming his way, he does a really nice job of finding the open man, finding that open shooter, and he's not afraid to to kick it out. So, you know, while Jason Tatum's shot might not be there yet, uh, you look at the player prop, he's soared over his assists. He's already got seven assists in the first half, so very impressive, at least in that regard. And then you look at Jalen Brown. Uh, I mentioned him, too. I, I have a little 15-1 to 1 on Jalen Brown to win NBA Finals MVP. Um, you know, he's he's the one who's who's been firing him for uh, for the Celtics. 5 of 13 from the field, already 12 points for Jalen Brown. So uh, we'll see what adjustments were made at the half. But uh, they're about to hit the floor again. And uh, Sean's riding with the Warriors, doubling down, laying the one and a half or yeah. the three and a half, I should say. I, I wore my Muhammad Ali T-shirt today because I felt like this is what Golden State would do, play a little rope-a-dope with Boston and their oh, supporters yeah. in the first half and then come back in the second half and – and knock out a tired George Foreman, in this case, knock out a, a, a fatigued Boston Celtics team. So we'll see if my shirt matches up with my opinion. And uh, hopefully that means my opinion will match up with my pockets as yeah, Wiggins well. knocks down a wide-open three to start. See, that's why I brought that up as being key, Tim, because Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole are going to get those shots. I can tell that's just what Boston has decided. You know, the way they play defense, they're going to force a couple guys to knock down open shots that they say – if they can make them, then cool. And so Wiggins and Poole, they've got to be the guys to make them. Yeah, and the third quarter historically uh, for the Warriors in this, you know, in this stretch as they have, you know, jumped out to a quick 5-0 run here to start the second half, this has been their quarter. Uh, Jason, our, our producer sitting in for Aaron tonight, you know, he he even alluded to it. Is this a spot to, you know, to lay it with the with the Warriors? I, I thought that was a, you know, an interesting uh, look. Uh, as I believe the Warriors were, I want to say minus one and a half for the third quarter is what I saw some spots. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, th- you know, good start for the Warriors. This is what they do. The third quarter has really always been uh, one of their best spots. And uh, we'll see if the uh, the Celtics can withstand this this flurry, these uh, to keep the boxing references up, the, uh, the, <laughs> the haymakers coming there from the oh Celtics. Oh, my God. Marcus Smart Marcus just went Smart behind, behind the back, back floater. Razzle dazzle, baby. Oh man, that's your boy, man. You, you you're the reason for this. You picked him pre-flop to be MVP. So now I've got to watch Marcus Smart go behind the back shooting floaters, thinking that he's Kyrie reincarnated. It's all your fault. 
Well, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I have been one that is uh, is very critical of Marcus Smart. His uh, to steal your phrase, his YOLO nature on offense <laughs> a lot. And uh, man, Jason Tatum. That's another thing. That's turnover city for turnover him. Turnover of the game. But man, he's gotta clean that up. Uh, not only in this series, Sean, but just throughout the his career and what he expects. I mean, to have 77 turnovers coming into this series, that just is unacceptable for for a player that is supposed to be looked at as one of the best players in the league. Yeah, and I just think it has to deal with the fact that his handle is not elite. Like, he's got an elite offensive game. I think he finishes at an elite level, but his ball handling is, is, is average at best. That's what gets him in trouble. Well, the third quarter is underway out in the Bay Area. Celtics led at the half. And now the Warriors have taken that lead back. They lead by three. Some free throws coming for Jason Tatum. Chris Miles from NBA TV will give us his thoughts on this. Game one next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. Sean King there at the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, Tim Murray home side tonight. The Warriors with a 67-61 lead uh, about almost midway through the third quarter. So they have quickly regained uh, that halftime deficit. They make it a seven-point lead as Kevon Looney buries a couple of free throws. Uh, Sean and I have been breaking this game down uh, as we watch it. And uh, let's bring in one of our favorite guests to talk about the same thing from NBA TV. It is Chris Miles. Chris uh, Steph went absolutely bonkers in that first quarter. Um, let's look at the Celtics first. What do they need to do to not allow that to happen? Because, you know, by my count, at least four of those threes were uncontested. Well, that's a great question. And they showed us in the second quarter because Steph Curry didn't score <laughs> at all in the second quarter. And what they decided to do, and there was a great segment there. Uh, Marcus Smart was mic'd up, the defensive player of the year. He said, no, 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 no. This isn't Miami where we drop back and give them space and then uh, get our hands up. With the Golden State Warriors, we have to be in their space. Then when they get by us, we have to make sure that we recover that way. I thought that was really interesting to hear Marcus Smart break it down to his teammates in that way and also understand why he's the defensive player of the year, why when people say he's the anchor because of the way that he's communicating <clears throat> and all of his teammates listening, again, it's like having a coach on the floor. You know, this is going to be fascinating for me as a series simply because, as you mentioned, as great as their defense has been, 
they beat Milwaukee and Miami because neither one of those teams had guys that could actually make shots. Mm. And I'm talking open looks. I mean, Bam Adebayo, I still think he was shooting at a moving basket in game seven of the Boston-Miami <laughs> finals. And so it was going to be interesting. Could Wiggins, could Draymond, could Otto Porter and guys knock down shots? And so far, they seem to be knocking those shots down, and Golden State has the lead. What uh, adjustments, Chris, do you think uh, it make and make with, with Boston? Well, what's really crazy, getting to Miami series, you were saying that they led the NBA in three-point percentage uh, during a regular season, and they carried that into the postseason. So you thought, oh, okay, they're going to be a team that uh, has the right formula to beat the Celtics, and the Celtics held them, I think it was six percentage points beneath that average, which is phenomenal. For the Golden State Warriors, it's like, yeah, the other guys didn't shoot well, but Steph Curry had those 21 points in the first quarter, so it negated the other guy struggling. I mean, I thought Jordan Poole was a completely out of sorts in that first half in his first uh, experience in the NBA Finals. But Klay Thompson, remember, this is a guy that beat Steph Curry in a three-point shootout in NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> like, it's the Splash Brothers, not just Steph Curry. So Otto Porter, former Wizard, uh, looked amazing. And I know for these Golden State Warriors, it's a prerequisite. They're going to make it to the finals. They have to have a former wizard on their roster. <laughs> Otto Porter uh, filling that right now. It's salt in the wound, man, for us uh, for us DC folks. But uh, we're talking to Chris Miles uh, from NBA TV, 71-64 right now. Warriors leading the Celtics with a break in the action in the third quarter. You know, uh, early returns uh, Al Horford is uh, is really struggling on, on the glass, as is Robert Williams, who just st still doesn't look himself. Uh, Kevon Looney, already six offensive rebounds. Draymond Green has got three. I mean, the biggest thing, Chris, to me is the Celtics are getting enough misses on those first shots. They're going to get crushed uh, in this series if they can't uh, negate the second-chance opportunities for the Warriors. First of all, I just have to give you credit for understanding the game of basketball. Okay, not everybody does because this oh, is the key Jesus. to the series. Hey, I'm just telling you, you know, I don't like to give people props. I like Please don't because I got to work with him every night for three hours. <laughs> Jesus. But in our, we're doing the uh, NBA Finals film room tomorrow for the coaches show. And, you know, it's, it's like one of those things where, oh, we can talk about Steph Curry's first quarter in the defense. But the thing that the coaches are babbling about on my phone for the last hour is the offensive rebounds, is the fact that Robert Williams is not able to get there, is the fact that Al Horford looks to be long in the tooth against Draymond Green and Kevon Looney, and that the Warriors are active to the ball. They even pointed out that Steph Curry being so wide open was off of offensive rebounds. So uh, second-chance points, and when those second-chance points essentially become three-pointers, that's deadly in a series. So that's something that... Coming into it, I didn't really have my eyes on. I didn't think that was something that concerned me with the Boston Celtics. But right now, the Golden State Warriors crushing it. How about Kevon Looney? Okay, mm -hmm. late first-round pick, 22 rebounds in a uh, closeout game earlier in the playoffs, and then another 18-rebound performance in the Western Conference Finals to close out the Mavericks. Uh, he has been incredible because they're playing without James Wiseman who they thought was going to be their big all season, right? Uh, second overall pick in the draft still hasn't really played for the Warriors. So they wouldn't be here without what Looney is doing right you now. You know what's fascinating is I think Looney's one of those guys that just has unbelievably high basketball IQ. 
Like he can tell by the rotation of the jumper and, and kind of project what side of the rim is coming off. Because, I mean, he's, what, seven foot? But I, I swear, I don't know if he ever jumps. And he gets all of these rebounds, loose balls, putbacks. And it's not because he's overwhelming, overwhelming you with athleticism. He just seems to be in the right spot all the time to make the tip out to the open shooter for a second chance, to to secure the, the defensive rebound or to get the offensive rebound. He makes the right pass. And what's been fascinating, Chris, he's gotten better offensively, you know, especially in the series against Dallas. I mean, he was an effective component for them on offense. So I'm with you on, on Looney's evolution. I think he's getting better every year. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about it is when you say his height, I think he's about 6'10". Okay. Uh, he plays like a seven-footer. But the fact that you think that he's a seven-footer is kudos to him. But the Warriors, I mean, these are all guys they drafted. You know, they, they, they're they not trading away their draft picks even when they were going through it uh, in the last two years and trying to figure out how to rebuild. They were like, you know what? We're keeping our draft picks. We're going to develop Jordan Poole, you know, a G League all-star and make him into a regular rotation guy. Kevon Looney, we're going to believe in him and keep working with him. Um, and Andrew Wiggins, I mean, I know he was the number one pick in the draft, but uh, Sam Mitchell tells the story. Uh, he's, you know, someone I work on NBA Finals film room with. And he said, look, I was in Minnesota uh, when Andrew Wiggins got drafted. And when the Golden State Warriors were looking to trade for him, they called me up. And he said they wanted to know, would Andrew Wiggins be, you know, able to accept the role as a guy they need to crash the boards, to play defense, um, and to score when needed. And he's absolutely done that. So I think that's really the organization as a whole, that sometimes we overlook the types of people that they're having uh, with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, not just the basketball players. Well, that's what makes them special. It's all about their culture there, Chris. I mean, we had talked about this a little bit, you know, earlier in the playoffs that Every free agent that goes there, every veteran that had expectations that kind of never met them with another team, like, they just flourish in Golden State. Like, they get better. Like, they improve. Like, whatever role they're asked to do, they excel at it. I mean, that that a lot of that credit, in my opinion, goes to Steve Kerr and Steph Curry because they do things the right way. So then it's impossible for anybody else not to. Hey, Sean, you don't, don't forget Draymond Green. All right. Yeah, he's he's yeah. part of that. You guys, that are, big, you guys are bigger Draymond fans than I am. I'm just <laughs> telling you, I like Draymond's hustle. I, I do think his game is in the perfect spot where it works. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think Hall oh. of Famers. To my ah. opinion, a Hall of Famer should be somebody that could go to multiple teams and still produce at the same level, still have the same level of impact. My only pushback with Draymond is I think he's at the one place and was fortunate enough to get drafted into the one place where his skill set works. Riches and niches, man. They say the same thing about Drew Brees as a quarterback. Oh, where was he before he got with Sean I thought he was Payton. pretty good in San Diego. Ah. I thought they made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but shout oh, out to Draymond Green. Shout out to Draymond hey, uh, Green. I'm not a hater. Hey, Chris, we appreciate it, man. We know the game's going on right now, so we appreciate you carving out some time. We'll make sure to be uh, watching everything you guys got on NBA TV. Jeez. Yeah, uh, NBA Bet. Uh, We have a pregame show for all you gambling people out there, and that's about two hours before a tip-off every time. And in NBA Finals Film Room, the day after the game, we're going to break down all of the big moments and all of the big plays, like the things we were just talking about, defensive adjustments.
There he is. Chris Miles, NBA TV. Check out everything he just mentioned. Nine-point lead for the Warriors. We'll talk about it next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, his thoughts all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice, We've got lots of preseason NFL coverage, college football, golf, whatever you want, we got it. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets, email every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now. Head over to VEASAN.com slash, uh, slash summer. 83 to 72 as we welcome you back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Closing minutes of the third quarter. And uh, just like fine wine, Sean King, the third quarter is the Warriors to own. Not to say that they're going to rock and roll and lock down this game, but they have dominated this third quarter. Very impressive out of the gates here uh, in the second half, and they now have a double-digit lead, so quickly erase that halftime deficit, and uh, we'll see if they can hold on to this uh, as uh, the final 14 minutes. I, I, don't, I don't see how this doesn't end up being a sweep. I mean, Boston, I'm just telling you, Boston got fortunate. I mean, You are doing the one thing you should never do. You're just completely overreacting. I'm they not overreacting. I Austin th- is playing like trash. Did I and not? They were leading the half. Did I not say all of these things before the series started? I'm just like Boston has benefited from playing terrible, terrible offensive teams. Like Milwaukee so, was so awful on offense. From from everybody saying Boston has played far superior teams than the Golden State Warriors. Dallas isn't very good. They're better on offense than anybody that Boston played. No, they're not. Yes, they, they have are. Luka. That's it, Sean. No, the Miami Heat, I watched them miss shot after shot. I watched the Bucks miss wide open shot. And that shot. had nothing to do with the fact that the Boston Celtics are the best defensive team nope. in, the, in the league. Nope, and this this series is going to prove it. They're just the same defensive team 
Golden State's probably going to put up 125 tonight because their others can actually play offense. Like, they are knocking down shots. I mean. You know, that's the difference. Like, I'm just like Milwaukee Sean, I, I don't and know how you Miami just, just couldn't make shots. They just couldn't All, make shots. Who? Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday, Allen is not Robin a good Lopez. Ba- he's not a good elite NBA player. I know he's not. So my point is the guys with Golden State are going to make these wide-open looks that the other teams were missing. Oh my and that's why I don't think Boston has a good shot in this series. That's been my pre-flop opinion. That seems to be playing itself out today. I think the, I think the Celtics are playing – I think the Warriors are outplaying them. By the way, I mean – the Celtics had a lead at the half in a game in which Steph Curry had 21 points in the first quarter. By the way, shout out to little my beige brother. He's on his way to 40 plus tonight. So he's yeah, he's playing. Thing. He's making sure that this MVP conversation is not a conversation. No, we said that. I mean, I, I said that. I I couldn't. I, I I continuously said if you believe the Warriors are going to win, bet Steph Curry to win MVP yeah. uh, because I just I don't see anybody else taking over like Steph Curry. I think Klay Thompson, who, by the way, uh, has 10 points tonight. So I, I didn't expect Klay Thompson. He could have some big games. I don't expect him to have big, re- regularly re- occurring games. So, w- look, we'll see. I mean, this is the the first game of a four-game series. Uh, and, you know, the Warriors are playing out of their minds. Steph Curry's playing great. Um, and there's going to be adjustments. I, I, I love... All the Celtics need to do is win one of these games, and you know we completely think differently of this series. Uh, yeah, but I think that's easier said than done. I agree; it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I just I don't I think it's a bad matchup for them. I don't. I, I think I think the well, Celtics. That's why you took Boston. And that's why I took tonight. Golden State. And in the end, we'll see who was right, who was wrong. That's why we have I a mean, cigar bet. I've never seen someone peacock so hard for a four game a best of seven you know three quarters into it what do you mean peacock you're you just called it would be a sweep yeah i think it's going to be i really do it's not going to be a sweep i'm just saying uh, unless Steph and the guys just like going to boston maybe they got some relatives or somebody down there um i don't see them coming back i mean i see this thing 4-0 Okay. It's not, but okay. What is that right now? Plus 650? I might need to jump on that. 87-74 right now with 52 seconds to go. Steph Curry with 30 tonight. Andrew Wiggins, 20. He's had a really nice second half here. He stepped up uh, for for the uh, Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson with 10. Otto Porter, four threes off the bench. So big performance there for uh, Otto Porter. For Jason Tatum, uh, maybe he'll show up offensively here. Uh, th- and this is my question, and this is why I, I didn't love Jason Tatum to win MVP if the Celtics came back and won this series because he does have these games. He has these Houdini games where, look, he's got nine assists. He's doing what he needs to do facilitating, but he's missing too many easy shots. The consistency there with his shot-making ability, Sean, is just not there yet in this in his career. I think he's going to have a terrific career, uh, but I think right now you've seen it in in a lot of these series. Like, look, Game Six against the Bucks was was iconic. His performance against Giannis was unbelievable. But then he has these games where he just kind of hides and 
and struggles offensively. But I'll give some credit to the Warriors. You know, people talk about the Celtics defense. I certainly did. Warriors have the second-best defense in the league this year. Warriors are a damn good defensive team. Yeah, and they actually really defend. They don't just depend on, you know, playing terrible opponents and having them miss shots, which is what Chris Miles actually said. He said they were mic'd up. Marcus Smart is mic'd up. And he said he told his teammates, this isn't like the Heat series where we want to back off of them and let them shoot, which is what they did to the Heat. They basically said, hey, prove to us that you can actually make shots. Golden State's going to knock those shots down. So for those of you that bet Boston pre-flop, I want to apologize now. Um, There'll be some high juice delay, but, I mean, you might as well lay it and make this money, get back on the right side because Golden State's the right side. Yep, and, and you know, without fail, you know, I, I always feel like the M, the sharpest NBA minds are, you know, Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith and, and Mike Greenberg. So, they're, they're you know, they're all going to be right. Sometimes, hey, right is right. <laughs> you know possible. What I mean? I can't, it's certainly possible. If I'm, if I'm giving you the, the, the truth and somebody else agrees with it, I can't then turn around and be upset that they agree with it. I mean, I'm giving you the truth. Okay. I'm hard-pressed to see Boston winning a game. That's I'll, how, I'll that's, that. that's my current I'll take stance. that action right now. No, uh, this I, I, I already, I already got you dominated because I'm going to cover this Warriors minus four tonight, and then I'm going to get up 1-0. And shout-out to Dave Tooley on Fair Vison for calling the under in the Avs-Oilers um, game. Final 4-0 Colorado. Iguodala just knocked down a three, by the way. Uh, Avs off to a 2-0 lead. Uh, it'd be interesting now. I think we had a couple people on. Uh, Reed Wilkins was one of them that liked the Oilers. I mean, you can probably get an unbelievable price right now if you still think the Oilers have a chance to win this series. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, Sean. So the Abs win four to nothing, as you mentioned. Uh, Frank Coos gets the uh, gets gets the uh, shutout there as he as he stepped in for Kemper, who was hurt uh, with that upper body injury. What I'm curious to see what happens is with the Oilers at in net, right? Uh, they went back with Mike Smith after he gave up seven, or excuse me, six in game one. And uh, Miko Koskinen came in and I thought played pretty darn well, right? He you know, gave up one goal on 21 shots. There ended up being an empty netter in there at the end of the game. Uh, but it felt like, you know, part of the comeback in game one was – you know, Koskinen was in net and, you know, maybe there was some complacency there with the Oilers, but, or so with the abs, I should say. Uh, but Mike Smith allows another four goals. Um, I, I'd be, I'd be fascinated to see uh, what the Oilers decide to do, Sean, in, uh, in game three at home. Do they keep riding with Mike Smith, who has now allowed what, 10 goals in this series? Uh, I wouldn't, as I told you, Mike Smith equals no shot uh, for the Oilers. So if they want to win, then I'd make the, the adjustment and the change. Look, it, it, Colorado didn't do it intentionally, but look how it worked out for them. You know, Paval Francouz was tremendous today. Pitched a shutout against Connor McDavid and crew. So I've got to think about, do I think Edmonton can win these next two games at home? Because they are a great value play if I can convince myself that that's possible. End of three quarters out in the Bay Area. 92-80, to 80, Warriors up on the Celtics. Uh, they outscore Boston by 14 in that third quarter. Take a quick pivot on the other side while the NBA action is going on. 
Got some college football game of the year lines coming out tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare